This episode is brought to you by Splash Refresher. I believe in the three beverage rotation on my desk at all times. One for caffeinating, one for hydrating, and one for fun. But Splash, they spice it up by putting the fun and hydration in one. I don't have to dread my eight cups of water a day. I just drink Splash and like it. My flavor that I've been enjoying the most lately is the wild berry. Keep one on your desk. You'll be hydrated in no time. Find Splash Refresher today on Amazon and Instacart or at your local Walmart, Sam's Club, or Kroger. Betches Media presents Ha ha, laugh, funny Mention it all, a Bravo by Betches podcast We don't say that, but now we said it With me, Dylan Hafer We're gonna check me, boo Hey everyone, welcome back to the Mention It All podcast. I am Dylan Hafer, and as always, or at least for right now, it is Wednesday, so I am here with the one and only Jordana Abraham. Hey Jordana. Hi Dylan, so excited to be back. So much going on with New Jersey this week. I'm, I've been itching to, to have somewhere to talk about it. <laughs> so much going on. Um, you know, New Jersey doesn't have allegations flying around about people being coked up at work like oh Summer House does, but there's still... Still much to unpack. They've got their they're in they're in the running. Yeah, exactly. I I mean I'm still surprised that Bravo even lets the the term coked up be used on on the airwaves. But I mean I guess it's like it's not illegal to say it, (laughs) right? (laughs) Right. Like I I, there was a time I remember Tamara Judge talking about how they wouldn't even let her. She filmed a whole party for her CBD brand and then they ended up cutting it because it was like a liability issue because it's oh, interesting. technically marijuana. We've come such a long way. Right. Well, I mean, if you start selling Coke on the show, maybe they'll have to do a film. <laughs> That's true. That's true. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> there, uh, there's a limit to the side hustles. Yeah. Um, but we are here to talk about New Jersey. Of course, we have another episode to break down, uh, but just like... You know, last week we had Jacqueline and Teresa's five hour lunch to discuss on social media. And this week we have another um, Jersey controversy, if you will, happening on social media. And that is that the Gorgas were in the Bahamas over the weekend. They were on this big group trip that I don't understand how you have that many uh, friends in your 40s that are all able (laughs) to go to the Bahamas at the same time. Whatever. That's not important. But I think it's called being rich. (laughs) Joe Gorga ran into none other than Joe Judice at a bar in the Bahamas. He posted a video of them running into each other, giving, you know, it's a hug. It looks like a nice moment. His caption, both walked into the same bar at the same time. A lot of history there. We have memories since we were kids. I'm happy he's doing well and looks good. We were both happy to see each other and catch up. Glad someone caught it. What was, before the comment firestorm that happened after this what was your kind of gut reaction to joe gorga posting this before i saw any comments i was like oh that's nice (laughs) i I did think i did think there was part of me that did think like how did you get like who decided like did this actually happen this naturally that someone just happened to like film you guys running into each other i thought it was nice too of course there is a part of me that's like I know that this is going to cause drama and I know that Joe Gorga must know that this is going to be at the very least a conversation topic, but probably some bigger, you know, source of strife 
whatever. Maybe I wouldn't have posted right. it. But I My gut reaction was positive, though. I was yes. like, this is, this is nice. I agree. They have been yeah. through a lot. They've known each other since they were kids. You know, a, a lot of water under the bridge. Mm-hmm. But G- Gia Judice. Did not agree. <laughs> Gia Judice pops up in the comments and says, this is honestly comical, knowing you were with him for not even five minutes, and we're able to have... Oh, and we're sorry, typo. And we're able to have somebody take a video of the interaction. Meanwhile, all you have done is talked so poorly about my father. You are such an opportunist to take advantage of the once in a lifetime opportunity to see my father and use it for a post. Um, and then Joe Gorga responds and says, we both said horrible things about each other. It was a nice moment. We have a lot of history. Get the hate out of your heart. Important to note, this comment from Joe Gorga was originally commented from Melissa Gorga's account, deleted, posted from Joe's, and then clarified in another comment that Joe picked up Melissa's phone and commented without realizing it. Uh, You know, is is that truly (laughs) what happened? (laughs) We'll never know. (laughs) Right. Very messy uh, situation all around. You know, you have a couple Bahama breezes. You're you're a couple pina coladas deep. You don't know whose phone you're commenting from. It's a very Kathy Hilton situation. Happens to the best of the Bravo celebrities. You know, at least she didn't. At least she didn't post uh, Teresa's wedding invitation with her password to her website on it. Exactly. I okay. The, the thing is, I understand why Gia has feelings about this. I do think it's it's a little funny to refer to seeing Joe Judice at a bar in the Bahamas as a once in a lifetime opportunity. The, you the only fl- get one shot. The flight's not that expensive just right. to be, but I, I don't know. I mean, I think something I got to talk to Margaret Josephs yesterday. That'll be on the podcast tomorrow. So make sure you're subscribed. But one thing that came up a lot in our conversation was the idea that in, on New Jersey, in the current era, there are, there's a lot of, unwillingness to move on from past issues and you make up with someone, but then you're not really made up with them because the second one thing happens, you're back to the original place and there's a grudge, whatever. And to me, I feel like if Joe Gorga and Joe Judice are able to put everything in the past and have a nice moment when they are serendipitously in the same place after all of this, that's a good thing. Yeah. I mean, to me also, it's kind of like, to read Gia's comment, he they both talk shit about each other. It wasn't like it was Joe Gorga, just, like it was her. The, it was um, it was her dad as well. And so I do think on Gia's end, it's a little like, why not? Why not move towards peace instead of like holding on to these old things? If they could hug it out and then not talk about each other, like isn't that what we're looking for? Do we need to like? Do we do we need to like say no to peace on principle? Mm-hmm. Like, is posting it opportunistic? Sure, maybe. But, like, uh, in the grand scheme of things, I I don't have an issue with them being able to hug it out and share a laugh in the Bahamas. Yeah. Although I do think notably, because I did look at Joe Judice's, um thing, he didn't mention it mm-hmm. anywhere. Although I don't know, if, like, what his posting <laughs> style is. These I miss days. I miss when he first got deported and he was in Italy, like in his little in Sala Consolina, oh, yeah. like the little town in Italy, and he was just posting like workout videos. I miss then, that yes. era of Joe Judice's social media. Yes, workout videos and then store and then like then like uh 
uh, tabloid stories about <laughs> about the Gorgas. So again, I think like everyone in there, no one in this family is innocent. Um, and so I think it would be nice because again, the storyline, even just if just if not for anything else than just for the storyline, because the storyline is, I think, getting a little tired. Yeah, we will we'll come back to this uh, numerous times throughout this episode recap. But yeah, let's get into what happened this week on Jersey. Uh, we're not in the Bahamas. We are in good old Bergen County, starting off still at Danielle Cabral's mozzarella party. Mozzarella, sorry. I, every time I say mozzarella, I feel like an imposter. I say mozzarella because I'm not Italian and that's how I think said but Great. i'm sure thank- everyone everyone is cringing <laughs> thank you for giving Italians me at home yeah i'm like we got some regot some uh <laughs> i'm impressed some, that you try some galamar <laughs> <laughs> but melissa and Teresa going at it talking about the engagement party talking about the wedding <sighs> melissa says that she's fine with what happened at the engagement party but she doesn't want to be made to look like a liar um Again, this is another situation where it just feels like we're talking in circles. And ultimately where the circle ends right now is that Teresa's like, fine, fine, fine. You can be a bridesmaid. You can be a bridesmaid. Is that what you want? And Melissa's like, no. No, right. That doesn't feel good. (laughs) (sighs) It is funny that like after so many rounds of back and forth and just minutes before Teresa is calling Melissa a liar, bringing back up this you know, whatever. I guess Melissa brought it up. But that Teresa, after all of this, her instinct is still just like, okay, fine, you can be a bridesmaid. It's like... Where she thinks that's going to fix it. Right. Right. Like, uh, okay, we're we're putting like a, you know, sparkly Band-Aid over this, you know, bullet wound. It's like, I don't think that's best for anyone at this point. Yeah. And I mean, I mean, not done like that. That's the thing. Like, if you did... I could under I could think that would be like a nice gesture if like they parted, you know what I mean? Like the party's over, Teresa goes home, she thinks about it, and then she like messages Melissa a few days later, I've been thinking about it. I do want to, you know, I do got, want you guys in my life. I don't want you to feel like I'm like trying to ostracize myself from you guys. I would love it if you were a bridesmaid. Like I would I want to move forward. That would be different. I think she mm-hmm. might have even said yes. If it was done like that, not like in the heat of an argument, like you want it, fine. Like no one wants it like that. Right. If she delivered uh, a lovely box to her house with a monogrammed wine glass and yes. some confetti <laughs> and a big uh, <laughs> a big ring pop, maybe. Exactly. And it says, will you be my bridesmaid? And a very weird, uh, cheesy poem. That would be that would be the style. Melissa, we've been through so much together. <laughs> I mean, they have. For sure. Did Teresa do bridesmaid proposal boxes? <laughs> I hope. I feel like we would have seen it on social, though, if she did. I don't think she did. It would have been like so elaborate. You would have. It would have needed to be um, on Instagram. <laughs> exactly. Um, right. And she also would have had to post about it so that because she would have been given everything for free. It would be yes. like, I will supply this many monogrammed wine glasses for you for a post and a tag. <laughs> Thank you for my to my sponsors for <laughs> this. Uh, hey, I'm not above it. If you want to sponsor my uh, non-existent bridesmaid proposal boxes, slide into my DM. Same. I Leave mean, a five star review on Apple Podcasts with your info. Weddings are expensive. I would get it. <laughs> exactly. I'm not getting married anytime soon, so don't <laughs> don't actually worry about that. 
but whatever they kind of make up for now it they it, it's a very like i want this conversation to be over so let's hug it out and say that we you know love each other right it is what it is yeah no i agree it's very much like br- again brushing it under the table yet again mm-hmm. Ugh, okay, it feels like every episode we are getting an update on Dolores's ever-changing personal life tapestry. And this week we get our first real meeting with Frank and Polly in the same place. And they are they're not on amazing terms with each other. There there's some tension there. Definitely seems a little tense. Um and I mean, I guess Frank says says as much at the dinner later, but you can feel it. It doesn't feel like there's a, they don't, it doesn't feel like they vibe. I think I'll put it that way. Well, and I think Dolores is obviously in the middle of this and she, she feels like she needs to be kind of going more in Polly's direction. Cause that is the new relationship in her life. Yeah. That is the active romantic relationship in her life. And Frank is now kind of this like vestigial thing that she just, has in her life that there's no getting rid of but it it is interesting that Polly clearly has ideas of how Frank should sort of be dealing with him and there's this conversation about how they wanted to talk they were going to meet up or whatever and Frank communicated via Dolores to Polly about that they should talk. And Polly doesn't like that he's using Dolores as a middleman. Meanwhile, Frank says, I've never even had Polly's phone number. How else am I supposed to get a hold of this guy? I guess he'd prefer for him to ask Dolores for his phone number and then text him directly, which I don't think is like crazy. I don't think either of them are like, I don't think, I think if if asked in the right way, I don't think either of those requests are that weird. I don't think the request to meet up with him is weird. I don't think the ask him asking him to get her phone number is weird or I don't I don't think it's weird to be offended that he didn't contact him directly yeah I think (laughs) the bigger question for me is do these two men really need to meet up in the first place like there's this kind of default expectation that they must have a relationship with each other because they are both men in Dolores's life and I don't I don't know I don't know Here's the thing, I think. It's kind of like, I under I think it's completely natural, and I would feel this way, pro- I would probably act like a bigger lunatic if I was dating someone, if I was dating a, uh, a guy who, you, who was living with, uh, whose ex-wife was living in his house, and then for like a long time, and they'd been divorced for like 20 years, and they were still living together, like that's an intimidating relationship to walk into. You walk into that mm. a little bit guarded. In my right. opinion. So I think it's natural for Polly to be like, okay, this is like a little suspect. Like if I'm dating someone, I don't want to be like dating her and her husband. So I think it would have been a nice gesture if Frank, as he says, so happy she's happy, really cared about Dolores to have that conversation, say he's not trying to step on any toes, be friendly with this guy. I don't think it, I think that would be the nice move considering, I think it's whatever how Polly's feeling. And I can't fully hear him. I feel like he's speak like maybe yeah. it's the accent. I'm not like fully understanding what he's saying half the time. He's like, the thing about Dolores is that you've got to be really careful when you're talking to her. <laughs> right. <laughs> yes. And I'm like, what? Like, I'm like, maybe the miscommunication comes from like, literally he couldn't physically understand him because I am having sort of a hard time hearing him also. But I think it is Frank's, if Frank truly cared about Dolores, he would be like extra nice to right. Polly. 
Right. I I mean, if you're a lover of the Toy Story films, as I am, you you do know that Buzz and Woody don't always have the most uh, convivial of relationships. So but he's Mr. Potato Head. Oh, Ralph. What is the yeah. What is the relationship between Buzz and Mr. Buzz Potato Head? Buzz and Mr. Potato Head. Kind of similar, actually. Like, yeah. don't, not a ton of interaction, but not extremely <laughs> negative. I mean, if it was like, you know, if it, if one of them was like T-Rex, you know, that would be a different right. story. <laughs> I can't believe I mixed up my Toy Story characters. Fuck. It's okay. It happens. Uh, Toy Story 3, one of my favorite movies. I I cried like a baby. (laughs) The whole franchise. Such a good movie. So good. Now now I'm going to finish this and just like go watch Toy Story at my desk. Uh, No, I won't. I will be working hard. (laughs) I feel like we've all had that moment where you're at somebody's wedding and you're looking around the food, the venue, the music, the overall vibe. And you're making like that mental checklist of if I were planning a wedding right now, maybe you are, maybe you aren't. What would I want to copy from this? What would I want to change? What would I want to tweak? Well, I've been a part of my fair share of weddings over the years, and I know just how stressful the process can be. You go from that newly engaged bliss to overwhelmed by invitation paper and flower colors in the blink of an eye. But using Zola helps with wedding planning from start to finish and makes every decision easier so you can stay in your bliss. With Zola, you can plan your entire wedding in one convenient place. From the day you get engaged and search for the venue to the day you send out your save the dates, make your registry, and even taste your cake. Zola has literally everything you need to make the whole process super easy and even maybe enjoyable. There's even a five-star app that helps you plan on the go or on your couch. Zola helps couples plan the wedding they really want. With tons of unique features and personalized recommendations based on a couple's preferences, every Zola wedding is as unique as the couple planning it. They've thought of everything you'll need and have built every tool to get you to I do, including customized checklists to get you moving, keep you on track, and prepare you for what's next. Start planning at Zola.com. That's Z-O-L-A dot com. Summer is fast approaching, which means more social events, more weddings to attend, more nights on the town, and hopefully more vacations. That's why I'm so thankful for today's sponsor, Honey Love, for covering us with the best shapewear. With Honey Love, you can feel your best even when you're wearing less. They've revolutionized compression technology so you no longer have to feel like you're suffocating while wearing effective shapewear. Plus, they're the only shapewear that won't ever roll down no matter how much you groove on the dance floor. For a limited time only, you can get Honey Love on sale. Get 20% off your entire order with our exclusive link, honeylove.com slash MIA. Support our show and check them out at honeylove.com slash MIA. When talking about shapewear, Honey Love's best-selling superpower short is the go-to. It has targeted compression technology that distinguishes between areas where you want more support and areas where you need less compression. Their signature X targets and sculpts your midsection without squeezing your natural curves. The superpower short is helping ladies everywhere sculpt and smooth from stomach to thigh by offering just the perfect amount of compression. This piece is also a booty lifter. Boost bands on the back of the thigh give your bottom an amazing shape. Treat yourself to the best bras and shapewear on the market and save 20% off at Honey honeylove.com slash MIA. Use our exclusive link to get 20% off honeylove.com slash MIA. After you purchase, they'll ask where you heard about them. Please support our show and tell them we sent you. The summer vibes are just getting started, honeys. Shape your life with Honey Love. I do like this episode. We get a little more personal background on our new housewives, Rachel and Danielle. I always think it's interesting to see kind of who decides to share what, how quickly in their housewives journey. And, uh, with Rachel, we get her backstory about how she had a miscarriage a couple of years ago, um, which I think is is something that we've seen, you know, many housewives now be open about. And I think is mm-hmm. always, uh, you know, great to hear. And I mean, that photo shoot with her daughter, like so cute. 
Yeah, I did think it was like an interesting time to be having that serious life discussion about having another kid. <laughs> She's like, smile, smile. And I want another kid right now. Smile. And then he's like, they're like, you know what I mean? It's like a very serious topic that they're talking about while she's simultaneously like like trying to direct the photo shoot. So I thought it was interesting timing, but... Um, I just, was- I, I'm always impressed. I mean, she had a baby like a couple of months before she started filming for Housewives. And so she has a, a literal newborn, infant, whatever the stages are. She's doing this TV show for the first time and is like, I want another baby on top of this. Personally, I would need like a full year off of everything if I were even going to consider it. Yeah, it sounds like she's definitely taking on a lot. Um, but it was it was cute. Her, her kids were cute. And it was like a nice it was a nice story and a nice, I think, backstory to explain why she also wants. Yes. Another. Uh, meanwhile, with Danielle, the story that we get from her family this episode is a little bit more um, a little bit more fraught, a little bit more kind of drama to mine. I think that if depending on how long she stays on this show, uh, that brother will be getting dragged on camera sooner or later. <laughs> It might take a bit. They're blurring his ba- they're blurring his infant baby face, which I was like, it's not like anyone's gonna know who that is. Like somebody, not, someone at work is gonna be like, I saw you on like. He not- wrote like a strongly worded letter to Bravo that was like, I swear to God, if I see if I see one unblurred childhood photo of myself on this show, you're getting you sued. will be getting sued. Yeah. Okay. The the story with Danielle and her brother. Which we hear, by the way, as she is meeting with Melissa at like a showroom to buy clothes for Envy because Danielle, to borrow Melissa's word, envies Melissa's life, but then also seems to be sort of whatever. We'll get to it. But so basically, Danielle says that a couple years ago, she started posting videos on social media of herself, essentially trying to be an influencer. Yeah. Her brother was like making fun of her. So Danielle blocked her, her brother. brother. Yes. Because she didn't want to see herself being made fun of. Oh, because okay. she didn't want him to she didn't want him to see the videos and then make fun of her. Right. I guess. So now she hasn't spoken to her brother in like two years. They got kicked out of the wedding. And it there's more to the story, but it comes out Danielle line in the sand says that she thinks it is the wife's fault. Bold statement. This of course hits close to home because this has been a 10 year question with Melissa and Joe of how much of it is the wife's fault. Right. I mean, it's such a weird thing to even say, like, why would there be one universal answer? Right. (laughs) Because all wives, all wives of husbands are the same. It's and like, all it's like you sisters know what? of husbands are the same. You know what I think is the universal truth of any situation? It's the wife. It's always the wife. Right. <laughs> like that's just a crazy. I mean, I guess she's saying like I relate to I can understand where Teresa's coming from as someone who's in a very similar situation fighting with my brother and kind of But I I I do think and maybe this is just me. It's not if you're fighting with your sibling, it's not your spouse's job to mediate like you meet like right why, that seems to be like the sort of that almost seems to be like the underlying issue of the entire show is like I do think it's an interesting strategic choice on Danielle's part that she's 
having this conversation in a one-on-one scene with Melissa, of all people, and basically saying with context clues, by the way, I think you're at fault for this whole situation. (laughs) And Melissa's kind of like, okay, I thought we were picking clothes for the boutique. (laughs) Right. Very, uh, really threw a wrench in that one. Did you see online? Another thing I discovered on Instagram this week on Jersey is that Danielle was on True Life, I'm a Staten Island girl. Oh, yes. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> she, oh. She's she been at this for a long time. Yeah. So it almost seems to me like maybe and I don't want to speculate about her fight with her brother, but I'm going to speculate um, that he seems very opposed to like her her thirst for fame. Oh, yeah. So I mean, that seems like a big back- part of it. Back on that show, she wanted to be an actress. She is doing her social media stuff. She wants her bougie kids. You know, like, she is somebody who is not ashamed to want the spotlight. And there's nothing wrong with that. But obviously, in a family context, that is something that can create friction. And not everybody is going to be on the same page about that. I mean, even her her parents don't seem to be hamming it up for the camera. I mean, they're they're showing up, they're there, right. but it's not like everybody's just like, you know, team housewives. Right, yeah. And I also think there's, I mean, I'm kind of intrigued by this fight that she has because I could use a different sibling fight to, yeah. so they've had their fair, they think they've had enough time, the Gorgas right. and, and Teresa. Um, but to me, it was kind of like, there's something, I, I agreed with Melissa when she was like, it feels like that's the whole story. Like there's gotta be something else there. Yeah. Because she was like, if that's the case, why does her mom not talk to him? Oh, the yeah. dad does. Like, there's clearly something else there that is not being said. Yeah. The mom not talking to the brother is... I have questions. <laughs> yes. There's more than just the... He was making fun of her over the dance moves. There's got to be more to the story. Right. Like, my sister is not a big social media person. If she was seeing everything that I had posted over the last, you know, five years, I, I wouldn't love to know her unfiltered thoughts. Right. Exactly. <laughs> to someone to someone else. I'm, everyone, everyone talks shit about influencers. It's a rite of passage. <laughs> right. Okay. Speaking of talking shit, we got to talk about this, this scene with Teresa and Louie and Gia and Gabriella. Oh my God. Who, for maybe the first time ever, really gets drawn into the drama. So, I know. Oh my God. This was such a this was a groundbreaking moment. It was a real first. For- this was this scene, I think I think a lot of people are gonna have a lot of thoughts about this scene, myself included. So Teresa is at home. Gia wa- wanders in with a salad on a tray, asking Teresa if she wants some. Teresa's trying to lose 10 pounds before the wedding. She can't eat salad. Gia, snap out of it. <laughs> no, no, Gia was like, it's salad. She said, yeah. you want a bite? She's like, no, I'm dieting. And then Gia's like, it's salad. Right. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and then Louis, you know, Louis wanders in. So Teresa is, you know, talking about what happened at the mozzarella party. And she... With no uh, with no acknowledgement of the fact that she and Melissa, on paper, left this party on good terms, is telling them that Melissa brought up the engagement party again, and you know, it's just, it sucks because she's lying, and you know, Gia and Louie are in agreement that she's making up these lies about this thing that happened, and I don't know why she's going back to that place, and it is. It's interesting to see how quickly the this 
little family unit can be like whipped up into talking shit about Melissa and Joe. Mm-hmm. And I'm not saying what they're saying is incorrect necessarily. I don't know. We're n- we don't know what happened with the engagement party. But it's like it's interesting that even though Teresa and Melissa left the party on good terms, the family vibe is clearly still very much like fuck Zia Melissa. Right. Yeah. I mean, I think to me it seems like Gia still has a lot of resentment about Joe Gorga talking shit about her father. And that's she's using that view of him and I guess Melissa to color the whole thing. And it is a shame to me because I do feel like in previous seasons, if you look back a few years, Gia was kind of like, and Teresa's very easily swayed by her children. I think that they, their opinion means a lot to her. And I think in the past you've seen Gia kind of be like a little bit of the voice of reason where Mm -hmm. she's like kind of telling her to like that things are like, she shouldn't get so activated and things like that. But this time I think it's pulling her in the other direction. And Louie is definitely not helping Like, I don't know how much therapy he's in, but it's not really productive to be calling someone disgusting. Yeah, he and disgusting. And he's also saying that basically that Joe has never done anything without Melissa kind of guiding him from behind, which, again, is this conversation that Danielle's having about how it's always the wife, which just seems like an incredibly reductive take on this whole decade plus long situation. Right. It's just so funny to me that they like in their mind, Joe Gorga is neutral and Melissa is pulling him to a side. Like (laughs) you can see Joe Gorga's veins popping out of his face when when he is talking about like his feelings about his sister. It is clearly not Melissa moving him one way or the other. Right. And so with Gabriella coming on, it is it's funny how Teresa's like. Uh, Gabriella, come on in. I'm sorry. I know you hate me. I know you hate talking about the drama, but you know the cameras are here, and if you want to be in the house, we're we're gonna yeah. talk about it. Get mic'd up, girly. Very <laughs> random uh, entry point for Gabriella. But. Yeah, and it does feel like Gabriella and Gia are very much on the same page about this situation now, and they're going back to this spinoff that happened in 2015 Teresa checks in where we saw there were scenes of Joe and Melissa kind of supporting the kids being there for the kids while Teresa was in prison and this is something that has come up recently that Joe and Melissa talked about it on a podcast and there was a thing about you know basically Joe and Melissa talking about how much they were there for Teresa's daughters while she was away which Again, that's something you can debate. We weren't there, whatever. Mm -hmm. But they're basically saying, other than filming, other than being on camera, we didn't hear from them. We didn't see them. So it's hurtful now that they're kind of using this as points in their favor about how supportive they were for us. And for these girls, I totally understand why that they would be traumatized by this situation or that they would have it would really profoundly affect them because let's face it both their parents went to prison that is a traumatic thing in and of itself and then the fact that it keeps getting you know pulled out of the hat once again that it's like remember when your family was apart i was there you wouldn't have eaten if it wasn't for me like i don't think any of us should be talking about this anymore no i agree and maybe it doesn't it doesn't um I think that I I would totally agree with like the Judice girls that the Joe and Melissa sort of perpetuating talking about that time period just feels very like traumatic 
to them. And I can see why she'd be uncomfortable with them, even if their storyline is correct, which we don't, like you said, we don't really know mm-hmm. if it is or it isn't. But it does seem like there is some... I hope these girls are in therapy because that must have been not only, again, having each of your parents go to prison consecutively, having it all on uh, filmed on television, including your visits to your see your dad and then your dad, you know, being uh, extradited from the from the country. Like, that's a traumatic. Mm -hmm. That's that's like a really, really difficult thing. I would imagine that they also have some anger towards their parents, but you don't really see. I would imagine it'd be more than you would see. So part of me does feel like they probably have a lot of anger and resentment about that entire time period. And it's a lot easier to take it all out on Joe and Melissa. And I'm not saying that they're totally innocent in all of it, but I think that it is probably easier because they're not their parents to project a lot of that anger about that time period onto them. Totally. And I think especially when there is kind of additional, you know, like in their household, the way that Teresa... has interacted more recently with her brother and her sister-in-law, it's not going to, it's going to be an environment that is very friendly to having negative feelings about Joe and Melissa. Whereas if they were really going to have tough conversations about their feelings toward their mom, their feelings toward their dad about this whole situation, that's something that would be a lot more difficult to work through because Teresa probably doesn't want to have that conversation. I'm not saying they never have mm-hmm. talked about it or anything, but it's not kind of like the the easy pile on that it is to just be like, right? Oh, well, fucking Zio Joe is ta- going off, mouthing off again. Like it's you know, it's like a friendly territory to talk like that. Exactly, and I mean, it's just easier. I think it's like a l- more low hanging trauma to process than than their parents. Yeah. Tired of not being able to get a hold of anyone when you have questions about your credit card? Well, with 24-7 U.S.-based live customer service from Discover, everyone has the option to talk to a real person anytime, day or night. Yes, you heard that right. You can talk to a human on the Discover customer service team anytime. So the next time you have a question about your credit card, call 1-800-DISCOVER to get the service you deserve. Limitations apply. See terms at discover.com slash credit card. Splash refreshers are the delicious zero-calorie beverage I'm reaching for again and again when I'm feeling thirsty for something flavorful. I believe in the three-beverage rotation on my desk at all times. One for caffeinating, one for hydrating, and one for fun. But Splash spices it up by putting the fun and hydration in one. I don't have to dread my eight cups of water a day. I just drink Splash and like it. Lately, my go-to office beverage has been the Splash Wild Berry flavor. It's so nice to just put a few in the fridge at the beginning of the week. Grab one whenever you want something nice and refreshing. It's just the right amount of flavor, just the right amount of sweetness. You know the vibes. When you want something refreshing, when you want something hydrating, Splash is the perfect thing to reach for. It perfectly blends refreshing fruit flavors with just a little bit of sweetness, all with zero sugar and zero calories. And it's available in five craveable flavors. Wild Berry, that's my favorite, acai grape, pineapple mango, lemon, and mandarin orange. It's there to satisfy your need for hydration with a little flavor. Consider your hydrated self thriving. Find Splash Refresher today on Amazon and Instacart or at your local Walmart, Sam's Club, or Kroger. We got to talk about Melissa and Melissa's mom and Melissa's sisters not being invited to the wedding. I, I was taken aback because the thing is, I, the, the thing about weddings 
is that there when you're making your wedding guest list, I feel like it's kind of a universally understood thing that there are certain people where it's like you just have to invite them. They're just on the list. And I would have assumed to my core that when Teresa was sitting down and making her wedding invite list, that d- sweet Donna Marco and Kim and Lisa with a Y would have just been <laughs> on the list. Yeah. I mean, here's the thing. If she was having a little 50-person COVID wedding um, or something like that, I can understand why they might be cut. They're not her in-laws. They're her brother's in-laws. She's having a 200-person wedding. Like, she's inviting Ramona Singer. Like, if she's inviting Ramona Singer, she had room for yeah people, who, again, who were, like, very close. She's known for 20 years that were right. in her family. And we hear again and again how... Joe, at this point, is Teresa's only relative. <laughs> like, it's not like she has 55 uncles and aunts and cousins and in-laws and whatever. It's like, literally, it is the Gorgas and Melissa's family are like her only relatives in this world. Marge Sr. was invited to this wedding. Jennifer Aiden's mom was invited to this really? wedding. Chanel Ayan from Real Housewives of Dubai was at this wedding. Like, it, this was not a wedding that was... Really, uh, it wasn't like close friends and family only. Right. And even if it was, I still feel like I would have probably assumed Melissa's mom was on that list. I, it just, to me, it feels like the kind of thing where it's like, I just... You're trying to send a message. You it, Right. It is a very clear message. And whether or not Melissa's mom was dying to be at this wedding is a different question. Of course, obviously, Melissa and Joe didn't even end up attending, which is going to be a whole different thing down the road. But it it is a very clear message. And when, when we're at this guy's night and Joe is bringing it up with Louie and Joe's like, can you agree? Like Melissa's family, nice people, been good to you. Okay. And he's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. So why aren't they invited? Oh, you know, stuff from the past, blah, 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 blah. It's like, I don't know if it's I don't know if it's really working for me that excuse if they don't want to invite them fine but like own it well he has like he's funny because he changes his tune halfway through that dinner where at first he's like you know we're not trying to like go there in the past like there's like it's there's there's an issue we're trying to be separate from them and then Joe gets like angrier and angrier and angrier and then Louis like listen like she didn't she didn't want to do it I don't know what like what am I supposed to do yeah which is funny because the whole fight is about how the spouse is supposed to push mm. the and then joe's saying that like oh like like you're the you're you should be pushing for them to invite us um and it's just kind of like the whole it seems like the whole fight on both ends is like i'm angry at your spouse for not liking us more and pushing you to be closer to us yeah and there's this idea if louis is this kind of teresa whisperer type of person He's clearly not only using his powers for good. In the, if if yeah. you know if for good is peace between the Capulets and the Montagues, and we want everybody to be invited to the ball, you know that would be kind of the platonic ideal of good here. And it's clear that Louis sometimes is telling Teresa, "Make up with him," you know, make up with Margaret. Ask for peace. Right. Make up with Margaret. You know, go to therapy. All that stuff. Like, that's great. But then it's clear that the other 50% of the time, he's like, well, you know, they're garbage. 
Right. You know, there's shit in the past. You know, Margaret's a, you know, Margaret's an asshole. You know, like Jackie doesn't love, you know, like it feels like he kind of half the time is very focused on like this Zen ideal, which he switches to at the end of this dinner where he's like, just make up with her. Just make up with her. Talk. You want peace. You want peace. And it's like you were calling him garbage 20 minutes ago on the episode. Yeah. It's weird. He does seem to have like the more we find out about Louis, the more he does seem to have like these these two sides to his personality right. of like he has a switch of like I'm all about like kumbaya and everyone get along and I want to bring everyone together or like I'm kind of like feeding the monster and making them more mad. Yeah, and we see in the preview for next episode. That was so when, funny. When he's like coaching Teresa. He writes bef- down. Right, writes down. She, Teresa's on the phone uh, calling Joey brother, which is how the oh contact is saved her phone. And she has a notebook and all it says is just want to make peace. Oh my God. She sounds like she, it, sound, it sounded like she was ordering like Chinese food. Where she was right, like, it's like, what do I, what are we getting? Uh, you want to make peace? Yeah, yeah, chicken, chicken lo mein, egg roll. <laughs> wonton soup <laughs> and minimal fighting yes that i'm very, it, her, the tone in her voice for that conversation did not lead me to believe it's gonna go well so the thing is joey i've been told that i want to make to peace, make peace. <laughs> <laughs> would you like that um extra deep with extra cheese or without <laughs> my uh my sources are saying want to make peace <laughs> right it's like it's not great if if you need notes for the like for overarching the, like, point of the conversation, the one sentence like log line of your objective. Yeah, definitely. Uh, agree. I did love it. We didn't talk about um, Jennifer and Bill's brief conversation where he just uh, confirms our suspicions that she's not self-reflective. Oh my, that was funny. I, I have to appreciate Bill's sort of like calm way of not telling people what they want to hear. Yeah, I agree. That's the thing. It's like, I don't think Bill is like the greatest guy on earth. Lord knows. Clearly, yeah. <laughs> but I I do think that he is, I respect his unwillingness to just kind of be Jennifer's yes man. Mm-hmm. That he is like, okay, babe. So here's the thing. <laughs> he's right. like, so. Some of us are reflective. And he's like, so, e- so everybody brings something to the table. <laughs> And it's not always the same. And, you know, but I also understand Jennifer's response of being like, I don't need a fucking devil's advocate in my marriage at all times where he's like, well, maybe Margaret has a point. Like sometimes you do just want that support. And I think there is kind of a balance there of when you can be somebody's supportive cheerleader, but not just tell them and but also tell them what they need to hear. And I think Bill maybe could be a little more you know, in the middle sometimes. She wants him to be more of a shit talker, which is funny to me. Also, I kind of think like... <laughs> she needs a Louis. Right? Well, it's kind of like, that's... I don't... I think it's nice that he has that quality. I think it's better for their marriage probably or just their lives overall. She could probably find someone else in the group to just agree with her. Yeah. <laughs> I would go to someone else. Like, your husband can't be everything for you. That's true. I mean, it, it, I feel like Danielle Cabral might have potential in that department. Yeah. I, I think she could find someone if if she's looking for for the for someone to amp her up. She there's no shortage of people. She could find somebody else to agree that Margaret was being disingenuous. <laughs> it was so funny with the kids and the chores. <laughs> the fourteen dollars an hour. I'm like, okay. 
Pretty good I, gig. I, 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 so, didn't, I never made $14 an hour doing any chores. So, you know, inflation, Aiden. inflation, you know, <laughs> that's true. What is that? A carton of eggs? Yeah. <laughs> How much could a banana cost? <sighs> I don't know. $10. I, I did like quickly. We just got one little scene with Margaret, Jackie and Melissa and J- Jackie just manages to get in a dig about Danielle, Danielle's jean shorts looking like they were pulled straight out of the hamper. Oh my God. That was, she's going to, I mean, that's not going to go well for her. Judgy but. bitch. <laughs> I mean, that is kind of a judgy bitch thing to say. I have to agree oh, with Danielle. Absolutely. Yeah. I feel like Jackie would own that she's a judgy bitch sometimes. Yeah. What's wrong okay. with it? Yeah. She should just being... say, yeah, I'm judgmental. Yeah. <laughs> own it. Own it, is it just, as they say. It's funny. I mean, like, whatever. Danielle didn't invite her to the mozzarella party. So she's going to say that her shorts looked wrinkly and bad. Yeah. I don't have a problem with it. Neither do I. I mean, I don't know if, if unless Danielle prides herself on her fashion, she should just laugh it off. Well, mm. she, kids fashion, maybe. She, if <laughs> yeah. she, I think if, if Jackie had said that her daughter showed up looking like she pulled her clothes out of the hamper, it would have been a different story. That's true. Yeah. That would have really <laughs> cut deep. Uh, well, Jordana, this has been so fun and I can't wait. I can't wait for next week when we will discuss how we want to make peace. <laughs> Yes, the note. I hope we get. I get, we hope we get all the detailed notes released from that phone conversation. Right, like those are the receipts I want. Yes. <laughs> well, thank you so much for being here, Jordana. As always, thanks for having me. I'll see you next week. See you next week. Thank you so much, everyone, for listening. Don't forget to rate, review, and follow the show wherever you listen. Like I said, Margaret and Alexi Barbudo are on the podcast tomorrow, so make sure you're subscribed so you don't miss that. You can follow us on Instagram at Bravo by Betches, just like Chrissy Teigen does. She was in our comment section last night. Uh, And in the meantime, be cool. Don't be all like uncool. Mention It All is produced by Dylan Hafer, Sean Kilby, Jorge Morales-Picot, and Rebecca Sousmacat. Editing by Jorge Morales-Picot. Social media by Dylan Hafer. Guest booking by Dylan Hafer and Ali Friedlander. Be sure to follow at Bravo by Betches on Instagram and Twitter. Thank you to our sponsor, Splash Refresher. Meet the water beverage that loves self-care as much as you do. Just because you have to hydrate doesn't mean it has to be tasteless. Splash Refresher makes hydration deliciously easy. Splash perfectly blends refreshing fruit flavors with just a little bit of sweetness, all with zero sugar and zero calories. I am going to go grab myself a wild berry splash now that I am done recording, and you should too. Consider your hydrated self thriving. Find Splash Refresher today on Amazon and Instacart or at your local Walmart, Sam's Club, or Kroger. Batches.